everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Debt-Free Dad podcast. Today, we are continuing the conversation about the latest developments on the coronavirus and how that is affecting our personal finances. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, everyone. How is everyone holding up? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad, and welcome to today's show. And uh, as we talked about in, uh, we actually released one of our normal episodes here uh, last week, and before that, we released uh, kind of a special episode about the coronavirus, and we decided to uh, do another one of these because uh, there's things that are changing. Uh, lots of things are happening actually very fast and very quick, and even by the time you listen to this, maybe even some of the stuff uh, that we cover uh, may have changed. So, uh, But we do want to do our best to kind of keep you informed and, and also share a little bit about how we're handling the situation uh, as time moves on. So, uh, Ryan and Amber, how are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. Um you know, it's getting a little, uh, I'd like to get out, but <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my part and staying, staying home, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, don't going a little stir crazy. Yeah. It's right. Funny you, it's <laughs> you say that. Cause I can work from home. I work from home. Nothing's really changed for me, but the minute somebody tells me I can't go do something is when I was like, I, but I feel like I need to go out. I could work from home for three days straight and not leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel that. I feel that. But for a lot of people, it is going to be a big adjustment. I mean, going from uh, working at a company and, and working in a business to going home, it's it is, it's a whole different animal, especially if your kids are home. There's no question about it. It's going to take some adjustment. I feel like I need to have kids in my house so that I have some entertainment. Everybody's talking about all this stuff their kids are saying and doing. And I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> but my your, dogs do not talk to me. But your granddaughter comes over still, right? I mean, you're still doing all that, right? Um, well, this week was scheduled March break, so I didn't have her this week. Um, how that things will progress, I'm not sure. I'll grab her, I guess, when I can. <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys doing to uh, pass the time? Like, what are your plans? Walks. <laughs> <laughs> Around the kitchen? <laughs> Well, I, I'm still going out for walks with my dog. Right, right, right. Yeah, we are oh. too. <laughs> I got bush in the backyard, so I'm okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, I mean, we've got a lot of, we're doing the same. I mean, we're going on, I mean, and actually our park, since this has all happened, I mean, it's been packed, uh, the place where we go walk typically um, with the dog. And uh, the last couple of days we've had, uh, I think yesterday we went and we were like, almost didn't get a parking spot. Um, so wow. that's what everybody's doing seems to be just to get out of the house and, yeah. and stretch our legs a little bit. Yeah. See, you're, you're lucky though, Ryan, cause you're in Tennessee. Like it's, it's probably getting nicer down there up here. I mean, we're actually, and I don't know if you're Amber, you're even further North than me in Canada, but, um, here in Wisconsin, we've had some really good, a, a pretty good late winter and early spring. It's been pretty nice. But like today, as we're recording this, it's like 32 and snow flurries. You're not really going outside with oh, that. It's, it's cold. Last night got really cold here. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. dealing with that. <laughs> Let me ask you guys. So when you guys go for your walks in the, <laughs> I, I had the, a couple, we have had a couple of interactions with some other people as they're walking. 
how does that work from the social distancing thing? Like you find some people who are just okay just walking by you and then you'll have you'll see some that'll, that'll walk severely like really far <laughs> way out away from you. Even the the our our male person had come and I was outside with our daughter. He was she was outside uh, walking and <laughs> I'm just out there playing with the kids and the male person comes to the you know comes to our house and I said, "Oh, this is us." And like she did, like the far out reach with the male trying to stay as far away from me as she could. How how's that interaction going so far for you guys? Well, um, we pull into like when we're walking normally any other day, we always pull into someone's driveway when someone's coming by because our dogs just jump on people. So we just kind of pull ourselves aside until they pass. Um, has nothing to do with the social distancing, but I haven't noticed anybody really go around me yeah nobody's changed yeah i've only noticed it a few times so far we're going around people yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know i know i'm good and i know i'm healthy i don't know what everyone else has right 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 yeah. yeah our newscast people when they're interviewing they've got their microphones taped to hockey sticks really really Yep, so they could go farther away. <laughs> I mean, I thought there was a tool for that, but I guess a hockey stick and some tape is hey, good enough. <laughs> you do you do what you have. You know, I guess if you, that's the only thing you got available, that's what you yep. do, right? <laughs> a hockey stick. Oh, that's too funny. So, uh, yeah, lots of changes uh, happening, and, and hopefully it's on the shorter term of time and uh, we get through some of this stuff but uh, we wanted to come and, and share some tips and, and share some of the latest news as it relates to your personal finances on today's uh, podcast. One of the things I want to mention is uh, yesterday we had opened up our totally awesome budgeting course uh, for free and we're doing this as a service to our audience and those people who may feel some of the financial pain, and a lot of us are probably going to feel a little bit of that financial pain as we kind of go through this situation. And statistically speaking, uh, according to a Gallup poll, only about 33% of households actually have a working household budget. That means that almost 7 out of 10 households right now didn't have a plan for their money going into this situation. And I, I, again, I don't want to take advantage of the situation in the sense of, you know, I told you so. But at the same time, this is exactly why on this show and why in our business and, and why what we're trying to help people with is, is to help them avoid a lot of the financial stress that so many people are feeling right now. Is it completely avoidable in this situation because this is so big and, and it's impacting so much of our lives? Not entirely. Uh, I mean, I think everyone to a certain extent is feeling some of that financial stress, but I can tell you that those individuals who have built an emergency fund, those individuals who went into this with a working household budget, knew what their expenses were, those people who went into this knowing how to handle it, are feeling a lot less of the stress as opposed to those who went into this with doing nothing and not having a budget and overspending and all of that other stuff that's happening. So maybe now is a great opportunity for you to say, you know what, maybe I need to use this as an opportunity and an example of we need to get some things straightened out, especially as we kind of work through this and when we get to the other side and what are some things that we can do to help improve our personal finances. So what we wanted to do was give you a jump start on that for absolutely free. And you can join my totally awesome budgeting course right now. You can go to the realdebtfreedad.com, click on tools and courses and click on the totally awesome budgeting course that's found on that page. And you can uh, join this course for free until April 18th. You'll get 45 days of access. So it's not unlimited access, but you'll get 45 days of access to uh, go through the course. This is the same course that we're teaching inside my program, Roots Personal Finance. That's helped people save and pay off tens of millions of dollars. You're going to get all of our downloads, all of our tools, all of our tips, 
Uh, we have a whole slew of FAQ questions on budgeting. Uh, this is an all-inclusive budgeting course. This isn't like some freebie course that only gives you a little bit of content. This is the same course that a lot of other financial experts out there are selling for like $150. We're giving it to you for free for a limited time right now. So make sure you take advantage of that. You might be inside, might have more time on your hands. Uh, now's a good time to maybe get together with your spouse or your partner, or if you're single and you're on your own, start working through some of this stuff. And I can guarantee you, it's not its not going to be easy with this whole budgeting thing, but it does ease a lot of the stress. So again, go to therealdebtfreedad.com, click on tools and courses, go to the Totally Awesome Budgeting course. It's yours free for the next uh, several weeks and you can check that out. So guys, we wanted to kind of talk about some good news that's going on with the virus because if you're paying attention to the regular news, wow, would you guys agree that they only focus on the negative stuff? <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh my gosh, smokes. I'm overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> it just seems like every report is the end of the world. And I get that, I, you know, I get the news is trying to keep people up to date, but at the same time, there's two sides to the story. There's the good side and the bad side. And I think you've got to report on both. And, uh, I mean, how are you, you guys, we're all from different areas. I'm assuming they're all doing the same thing from where you're from locally, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's human nature though, in a way. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if you, you're, I mean, it's, it's proven over and over, you're 10 times more likely to receive or to give like negative feedback to, let's say a restaurant you went to than to give them positive feedback if you had a good experience. True. And so people are, are kind of, we're, we're, we're almost made to like focus on the, the bad, you know, when it's bad, we tune in and when it's good, you're like, Oh, cool. And then we go on with our day. But I think in these times and I'm just getting overwhelmed, I don't even, we've kind of just turned the news off because yeah. it has just gotten so like, it's just the same over and over and over again. And right. then something good happens and maybe it's like a quick two second mention and then are back to the bad. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I think that's, um, yeah, I'm trying to, and it's hard because for me, I'm trying to keep up to date on what's going on on the financial side. How are people getting help? Because people are asking questions, but at the same time, you get inundated with all of the other uh, stuff that's being reported. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my social distancing. I'm self-quarantined. We're hanging out in the house. That's about all we can do right now. So do you really need to, you know, just inundate yourself with all of this uh, news that's out there right now? So let's talk about just some few good things that are happening. I'm taking this from an article that I found on Times Union, and this is a, uh, a network out of Albany, New York, and I wanted to confirm that uh, they were legit and this wasn't fake news or anything. But here's a couple of good things that are happening along the lines with the virus itself. Uh, number one, of about 80,000 people that were sick uh, with the virus in China, more than 70% have recovered and have been discharged from hospitals. So that's really good. Number two, scientists have figured out how uh, the novel uh, coronavirus breaks into human cells, which will help significantly in developing uh, future treatments. Uh, number three is due to high levels of self-quarantine. Um, I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Codagno? One of the two <laughs> coronavirus clusters in Italy. Sorry, Italy, if I uh, absolutely just killed that name. Has reported significantly fewer infections per day because of the quarantines that they are doing uh, there as well. Uh, some other ones. Hey, here's one in Canada. Amber, scientists in Canada <laughs> have made massive breakthroughs in an effort to develop an actual vaccine uh, for the virus itself. And that's another thing I wonder, you know, there's all of these scientists across the world. I got to imagine there's a race going on right now about who's, who's going to yeah. develop this. 
Yeah. And we have, I mean, we have a local brewery that is now producing hand sanitizer and they're giving it out for free. Um, so there's so much good going on. You just got to look for it outside yep. of all the bad. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of other ones, vaccination trials in the U S are already underway. Um, like Amber just said, distilleries across the U S are also doing the same thing, making hand sanitizers and giving it away for free. Uh, check this out. I, I found this one interesting. I don't know if you guys saw this article, but air pollution has plummeted in cities with high numbers of quarantine individuals. And they also say in Italy, uh, Venice's waters are actually starting to become clear and the environment is just starting to improve itself because humans aren't out there right now. Yeah. Uh, isn't that it's interesting? It's like a reset. It's yeah. really neat. I was watching, yeah, the like NASA was showing uh, shots of the earth and it was pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, South Korea recoveries are starting to outnumber new infections. Uh, China is getting its feet back on the ground right now, opening up parks, athletics, loosening travel restrictions. So they're uh, getting back to normal. So again, there, there are lots of things that are happening right now. So I think, you know, it's, you know, when we start looking at the news and social media, it's, it's negative, negative, negative. But at the end of the day, the people that are ahead of us in this situation are getting out of it. And we will too. It's just, we all have to do our part. We all have to sit tight and stay away from each other for a little bit, but we'll get through it. And I think things are definitely going to start slowly getting back to normal here. So make sure you look at some of that stuff. Try to find some of that positive information in it and, uh, you know, do your best to limit a lot of that negative stuff uh, that's going on right now. So another thing I want to talk about, too, is that there's this there's this talk right now. And I, we had kind of mentioned that some stimulus packages and things that are already being released uh, here in the United States. Uh, Amber, I know you mentioned that there's some stuff going on in Canada as well to help out people who are uh, financially struggling because of this situation. So there's this uh, debate going on right now because the third stimulus package that they're working on as we speak, uh, mind you, today is Saturday, March 21st. So no bill has been passed at this point are stimulus checks. Um, and I was just curious what, what your guys' thoughts might be on stimulus checks and good or bad, or what are your guys' thoughts on some of that stuff you think? I mean, they're good. I mean, for the people, there are people that need that. They're going to need that money. Um, I mean, if you look at, I also am, (laughs) I kind of ride the line of it's good and it's needed for the people that need it. Uh, like in our instance, I don't know, you know, I don't like need it. Like I'm not depending on it to pay a bill. Um, so I also look at the fact that it's not free money. They didn't have a piggy bank. They broke open to give us all this. So yes, yes. We may all get stimulus checks to help us through this time, but we will all pay for it down the road in taxes or other ways. They're not, you're not going to just get free money and then get away with not having to somehow pay that back in some form or another. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's going to be a price. I mean, there's no question for some of this, for some of this money and the idea behind the stimulus and and the Republicans who put this bill together, their idea is that they want to get money out to the people as quickly as possible. And that money will hopefully obviously start to help stimulate the economy a little bit and hopefully sustain us through the, the whole, you know, situation that we're in. Um, I can see how that argument holds some water, but I can also see how it doesn't hold water because we're going to talk a little bit about, we, we asked our life without payments group on what a lot of them would do with this stimulus check money. And a lot of them for the most part said that they would save it. 
Um, some of them said that they would pay off debt. Others said, obviously, they're going to pay their normal bills. Some of them are getting behind because they've already lost employment or whatever it might be. And obviously, those are all good things, too. A few actually said that they may even invest it. And depending on your situation, uh, that could be a good option, too. I mean, depending on, you know, what what your financial situation looks like. Uh, surprisingly, not many people, actually, I don't remember one person ever said, I'm going to spend it, right? <laughs> and if you think of the word stimulus, um, obviously paying regular bills, I guess, still stimulates the economy, but it, it doesn't appear that anyone's intentions are to take that money and go out and really spend it and say, stimulate the economy, right? Um, so uh, I think someone made a good, uh, there was one person who made a really good argument in one of the articles that I read. And that is that when we're talking about stimulating the economy, maybe now is not the time to send people out checks, but it would be say when we get through this and people can actually get out and actually spend the money because we can actually move about, go to businesses, be able to interact in commerce. And uh, that was a good argument. So, um, you know, for those people who are hurting, Yes, the stimulus checks are desperately needed, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, they, you know, kind of work through this this weekend. Uh, my guess is that by early, by the time this episode plays, there might even be a, a decision made about which direction that they're going in. One of the other arguments that some of the Democrats and even some of the Republicans are even saying is that one maybe it's maybe it would be better to uh, instead of sending everybody out checks maybe it would be better to focus on those individuals who are getting hit the hardest in this situation, those people who have lost their jobs, those people who are facing unemployment, uh, those people who are losing hours. And maybe we are able to, instead of just giving one check, maybe we look at ways of giving these people a check every week for a certain period of time until we get through this situation so they can survive. So that's another option as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, Canada, they're doing some different um, things as far as how they're helping people who need it, lower income people, people who lost their jobs. So, um, but for us, like even um, our unemployment, if like, like say for me, I'm, I'm self-employed, they're looking at people who wouldn't generally be um, approved, but I would not be able to apply until April and I won't get any money until May. So it's still going to be a long road ahead for anybody that's in that position. So it's, yeah, it's, is it good? Is it bad? I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's ever going to be, there's never going to be a situation that's absolutely perfect when we're in something like this. There's just, there's always going to be a negative side. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see here in the United States, how they, how they shake this thing out. You know, if these stimulus checks actually do, get dispersed, you know, what are some things that you could do with them? And as we mentioned in our Live Without Payments group, a lot of people said they were going to save it, which I don't think necessarily is a bad idea. Uh, some are going to pay off debt. Obviously, some are paying normal bills, and those are all, all good things. So I think what you need to do is, uh, and it looks like what most people are doing, at least with our within our Facebook group, is you need to evaluate what your situation is. You know, if you've lost your job and your income, obviously covering your basic necessities and saving the rest uh, for later is uh, definitely going to be uh, probably the number one choice, I would think. Uh, if you're maybe one of those people who is at risk of losing their job, kind of 50-50, maybe don't know. Uh, obviously, things are still closing up as we speak. Uh, your option, obviously, is to do the same thing. Save it, 
maybe continue to just make me making your minimum payments and then maybe even consider helping out the economy a little bit and using some of that money to support a smaller business, a restaurant, get takeout food, something. Uh, and then lastly, if your job is secure, because there are some people who aren't going to be uh, stopping work if you're considered one of these um, special, uh, in what, what, what are they calling it? I've, I've, the word is still be in my mind. What are they the calling necessity it? Necessity. Yeah, ne- yeah, yeah, necessity. Yeah, if you're one of these jobs that's considered a necessity to uh, sustaining the current life that we're all living right now, um, you know, you, you've got lots more options to consider if you have no worries about losing your job at this point. So, uh, you could continue on as normal. We've got people who said that they would pay off debt. I think that's a great option. As long as your income is stable, uh, you could definitely look at ways to help out the economy, uh, invest it even at this point. Uh, there's, there's definitely maybe some opportunities in, uh, when it comes to investing, cause everything's kind of on sale right now. Uh, you may want to consider looking at something like that, work with your investment advisor, uh, when it comes to some of those things. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out though, and, and what they end up doing and, uh, how that's going to help. I'm, I'm looking forward to hope maybe even today, maybe tomorrow we start getting some more definitive answers on what that's going to look like here. That'll be interesting. I think we took our tax money, uh, a few, it was probably four or five years ago now when we started our envelope system and we kind of used that as kind of, uh, like a starter starting point. Um, cause starting an envelope system from zero where you have no money in it. And then sure enough, the first month, whatever, something happens with the dog or your car, your tire goes flat. Um, it's also maybe a good opportunity if you are in or want to start a budget, or if you're like, man, the envelope system sounds great. It's a way where you can maybe take some of that money or all of that money and kind of pre-fund a lot of your envelopes. So it kind of gives you that buffer and then you can start using that monthly from the going, from that point going forward, that helped us a ton, um, to kind of start it that way. Cause we had started that envelope system from scratch many times and it just was very difficult because there was never money in the envelopes when you needed it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And if, and if some of you are like, what the heck is he talking about an envelope system? <laughs> uh, right now, like I mentioned, we are we have our, our totally awesome budgeting course that is available for free until April 18th. We explain that whole system, how to set it up, how it works inside that course. And basically, it's a cash system uh, rather than, say, using debit or credit cards. Uh, statistically and scientifically, it's been proven that you are likely to spend less money using cash for most people, as opposed to using plastic and credit cards and, and all of those types of things. So that's something you can definitely look at getting set up as well. I know we mentioned this in the in the episode, the, the first special episode that we did about this whole topic about creating uh, this emergency financial plan. And I want to mention it again because I think it's really critically important, especially because, you know, a lot of us do have a little extra time going on right now. You know, right now it's Saturday you know, the weekend, um, you know, even at night when you get home, there's just not a whole heck of a lot going on. Our lives have slowed down considerably for, for many of us. So how could you use this time as an opportunity to kind of get caught up on your finances, get a better financial plan put together? And there's a lot of resources out there that we offer that can help you get started with this. Obviously mentioning that budgeting course that we just talked about, but, uh, first and foremost is having that written budget is needs to be a part of your emergency financial plan because, if, if you become one of these uh, individuals who unfortunately loses their job because of this, right now is a great opportunity to start figuring out, okay, if that gets to that point, what expenses do we need to cut out? What things can we cut back on? Uh, how can we, you know, move things around a little bit in order to kind of get through uh, what we're working through right now? Um, that that's going to be really, really important. Also, I suggest making sure that you get your financial documents organized. 
there's a ton of information going on right now. And, uh, you know, you guys know in Life Without Payments and Roots that we've been sharing a lot of these articles about, uh, you know, the, the U.S. has stepped in and, and said that, you know, student loan, fr- you know, interest is is now suspended as far as uh, federal student loans. Uh, they're even, they, there was even news yesterday that said that they're uh, stopping, you know, student loan payments for 60 days. And uh, you see some of the headlines on these articles and the, the headlines can be very misleading. All right. So you want to make sure one, read the article, because I think what sometimes people do is they'll just see the shared article on Facebook, read the headline and say, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and it's scary enough, though, that's not what it is. Someone actually had shared yesterday that uh, the U.S. had said that you the headline, and I can't remember verbatim what it said, but it was along the lines of U.S. says that mortgages and rent are put on hold for a year. <laughs> that's what the article. And if someone just took that and said, oh, I don't have to pay. No, 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 no. That's actually not what the article said at all. So make sure that number one, you get all your financial documents together, your whoever you have car loans through, your credit cards, your mortgage, all of these types of things. If it gets to the point where you're having trouble paying anything, you need to reach out and ask. At the same time, a lot of these companies have announced the U.S. is starting to put some of this stuff. I'm sure Canada is probably doing a lot of the same things to help people through this situation, but it's not automatic. You have to call they're going to probably ask you some questions. Like, for instance, if you have a mortgage and you're looking to put your mortgage on hold, I'm guessing that these mortgage companies are, aren't just going to be like, okay, you can put your mortgage on hold. No, they're probably going to want to get some qualifications. Like, did you actually lose your job? Did you actually lose your income? It's it's So you want to be very mindful that you have to do your due diligence. Don't just stop paying, assuming that that's all you have to do and, and you can just pick up where you left off because that's not how a lot of this stuff is going to be set up. And And be patient. Because I've been talking to some people who have made the phone calls and it's three, four, five hours waiting on cold. Absolutely. So be super patient and don't give up because if you need it, call because if you don't, it's going to make it worse in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the time for sure. You have to be your own best advocate on this stuff. Um, This is not the time to search on the internet to see if someone else was able to net, to get their loans for, you know, to kind of put a pause on loans by not calling or trying to find a way to not do that. I think that's what sometimes we do is, well, oh, I have a friend's friend who said that they did this and then they just don't have to pay. And so then we look for those easier ways. Um, so totally agree. Make sure that you're calling and talking to people, getting agreements in place that this is actually happening. Because if you don't, you're just going to end up potentially getting penalties and, you know, late notices and all that other stuff. Yeah. I want to talk about another, maybe more of a a topic that we maybe have a debate on. Maybe we all have, I don't know how we all agree or disagree with this, but um, the majority, and, and this is the other thing when we talk about the news, yes, people have lost their jobs the amount of jobs that are going to be lost during this short period is going to be unprecedented. I mean, it already is. Uh, There's going to be that pain. There's no question about it. But at the same time, the overall majority of people out there are going to keep their jobs through this situation. So income is still coming in. Um, Things are, you know, outside of just, you know, you're not working at your physical location where your job is. You know, there's definitely going to be some changes. but, But for most people, that income is going to continue. So, there's been some chats, obviously, in our Life Without Payments group and, and because of some of these programs that some of these financial institutions and these places where you might owe money to are coming out with some of these 
plans to help people deferment, uh, giving grace periods without penalties and so on and so forth. And there's been some chat and I've even had some people email me and ask me this question about, should I take advantage of those things even if I don't need them? I don't know. What do you, I have a hard time with this one. <laughs> um, I, I really do because as a business owner myself, I'm willing to help out my members who are struggling, who need the help. I mean, Amber, you know, I mean, you work with us and I mean, you know that we are more than generous when it comes to helping out people that, that are, that are struggling. But at the same time, if you're not struggling and you're taking advantage of those situations uh, and misleading some of these companies, in my opinion, you're only putting more stress on that business, which only affects what other people who work for that company and other families. So, um, I don't know. I, this one kind of rubs me the wrong way because I have seen some of this chat out there and I, it, I'm not a big fan. I think it's inevitable. I think it's going to happen. Do I agree with it? No. <laughs> um, but it, it, people are going to do it, unfortunately. And it will, you're right. It will, it can hurt the other people that are working there because essentially that business can fold or need to cut back even more. I, yeah, I would, I would question someone's motives for taking advantage of it. You know, I mean, if someone asked me, I'd, I, I mean, if there's a legitimate reason to use it, then use it. But if it's, if it's to get an extra couple months mortgage in your pocket, so you can go buy the latest phone or something else, you know, I guess that's just what I, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't understand what the purpose of taking advantage would be if you're trying to kind of live that go towards that debt-free lifestyle. Cause to me, it's, it's to try to, not have to pay something for a couple of months, which that just gives you extra money for what? I'm not really sure. Right. Unless you just plan, want to go on vacation or spend it or, you know, buy something cool with it. Yeah. And I, I, I totally agree. I think there, there are certain situations where, yes, it makes sense to do it, especially if you're one of these people who is either, or obviously if you already lost your job, you should be doing it. Uh, if, if you're one of these people who's risking uh, and you see it's, it's coming, it's just a matter of time. Same thing. But if you're one of these individuals who's not going to have to worry about their paycheck, I see it taking advantage of a system. I, I just I, I just don't necessarily uh, agree with that. Also, at the same time, you got to understand, like like we've kind of said on, on some of these other things, is that this isn't free. They're not they're, – they're saying no fees, no penalties, but at the same time, the interest in everything is still going to be charged – during that period. So you're, it's not like you just get off scot-free. You're, you are going to be paying more money for doing some of these deferments there. Again, there's, there is going to be, uh, that kind of little bit of a gotcha to some of this. Now, when you're losing your job, you kind of just, that's part of it, unfortunately. But, um, if, if you're not someone who needs to take advantage of this, you, you are actually end up costing yourself even more money by doing some of these deferments if you don't have to. All right. The other thing I want to mention too, and I want to encourage for those people who are still out there and, and making a regular income is, uh, I think now more than ever, it's, it's, it's important to support your local businesses and the people that you do business with. Uh, we haven't canceled anything. We're continuing to pay for things even, uh, if they're closed, for instance, uh, our gym, we, it is a small gym and uh, not not huge. It's not one of these uh, chain uh, fitness places. It's it's just a uh, like a mom and pop place that's in our city. And we're committed to continuing to pay for that service because when this is over, I want to be able to go back. <laughs> All right. So I, I get if you're in a situation and you you have 
no, you have no money to spend because you've lost your job. You've been hit hard by this. That's one thing. But uh, if you're getting that regular income, I, I strongly recommend keep supporting some of these small businesses. You're seeing some of these restaurants. A lot of the restaurants are closing. A lot of the bars are closing. A lot of, you know, if you if you like these establishments, a lot of them are still coming up with other ways to do business with them. You know, I encourage you to go out and do that because that is what's going to help support these businesses, these families, and uh, all that. A lot of people think if you own your own business, you're automatically wealthy and rich. And I got to tell you, that is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, A lot of these businesses depend on that revenue daily, weekly, monthly. And uh, when stuff like this happens, it's devastating. So even a small amount will definitely help. When you go back to the good news portion that we said at the beginning, I mean, we're seeing lots of cool stories here locally. Um, you know, we just had, uh, we've got a local donut shop. Now, if, you, if you're if you a health conscious person, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that they're selling out of donuts. But um, yesterday they posted on Facebook that the support has been so overwhelming that by 1.30 they were completely out. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you know, we've, we are able to buy, like you can buy gift cards right now. If one of your favorite restaurants is closed chances are they you probably can still buy gift cards from them. There are ways to support them, but yeah, I, some of our favorite places, we are making sure we try to do some sort of business with them during this time. Yep. Yeah. We've, we've lowered our, our uh, eating out budget, but we still have it and we still plan on ordering in as much as we can. If we, um, you know, every week we'll order a little bit. Hopefully that helps those restaurants out that we like to go to. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at, like if you're on still a normal budget, normal income still coming in, look at the saving of the money you're saving on your gas right now. Right. Take that money and and gas is going to continue just to keep going down. You know, take that money and obviously, sorry to the gas stations and those owners out there, we'll be back, right? We're coming. (laughs) But just right now, we just can't do anything. But you can certainly take that money and spend it elsewhere. Give it to, a you know, support another business. Um, like, like Ryan said, buy gift cards that you can use later. Uh, one of the things that I did is, uh, I, I met this individual, uh, actually at a speaking event that I did uh, over a year ago, we became friends on Facebook. This person's, uh, uh, works in the service industry. I don't want to give too many details away, but, uh, and they posted, they said right now I can't work because of the restrictions that have been given. If you could help me out by buying gift cards or gifting other people the service that I provide, uh, that would be super beneficial. So this person lives three states away from me. I'm never going to be able to use anything that I purchased from them. But what I did tell them is that I'm going to buy X amount of this service. And when you do open a backup, gift that to somebody else. Uh, it was a small amount. It wasn't like some exorbitant amount that we gave them. But for these small businesses, every little bit counts. And if you might think, oh, well, 10 bucks isn't really going to do much. <laughs> you'd be surprised, all right? If, if a lot of people were able to give a certain small amount, that might be the money that they need just to sustain them through this uh, until we get to the other side. So uh, again, I strongly recommend if you can and you financially are able to, please support, support especially those small businesses in your area because uh, they need it now more than ever. All right, guys, any final thoughts here before we uh, wrap up today's show? Yeah, I just, I want to, I mean, just, I'd like to give a shout out to, I think number one, um, I'm thankful for the world that we live in right now. I mean, we're doing this, we're doing this podcast. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, we're doing this where we can talk to each other and see, and there is a large percentage of people that are working from home. And now, you know, 10, 15 years ago, if this would have happened, we would have, we would have been in a lot more trouble. You know, the technology wasn't there. Um, you know, shout out to all these IT departments that are supporting this sort of stuff and these companies and what company I work for. I mean, things, people have things running and business for the most part in a lot of companies is still humming along. 
even remotely like this. And I think it's pretty cool um, to see that. Think about where that would be like 20 years. Yeah. 15, 20 years ago, if this would have happened. Oh man. <laughs> right. It'd be a completely, completely different situation without the internet, without technology. Right. right. And, and we could be social still, even like not just work wise, but we can be social with our, our friends and other people that we could hop onto something like a zoom or a video conference or video chat. So, yeah. um, social distancing can still be social. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. I saw some, I saw some people last night. They, uh, they did, I was Friday night. They did like a happy hour with friends. They, they posted the, the zoom screenshot. There was like 12 mm-hmm. of them and they're all holding up their drinks. <laughs> yeah. We have a, we have a birthday party tonight on zoom. So <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. How interesting is that a birthday party on zoom? You're gonna have to let us yeah. know on the ep- next episode, how that goes. I will. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Hang in there. We are going to be back with another episode here and still talking about this uh, topic. In the meantime, if you've got questions uh, about anything that's happening right now, uh, whatever it might be as it relates to your personal finances, please reach out to us. Uh, You can reach us at brad at therealdebtfreedad.com. We'd be more than happy to help you out. Also, we love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. Please leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. We read every single one of those. And as you know, we are here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life, and you will get there. We're going to get through this. And if you know someone who could benefit from some of the stuff that we're sharing on the show, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.